1: Friends are welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, a powerful episode. Get ready. And now, across this powerful virtual Oaken desk is the hypothetical theoretical, like
0: Rez. Hey, what's up, Dags? What's up, amazing friends? You just call me hypothetical?
1: Hypothetical. Theoretical. That was my uh, <laughs> Humpty Hum.
0: <humpty. laughs> You're Humpty. God, I miss Humpty, humpty. We- we gotta get you one of them fake noses. <laughs>
1: yeah, Big <laughs> like pickle. I was, uh, I was driving in the car and Digital Underground came on. And I'm like, oh, so good.
0: So that's awesome. It, the Digital Under. I mean, it's just, it's good. I mean, you
1: can't beat it. I like it because it just grooves. I mean, it just grooves. Right for They're me. Most... Hip, yeah, for me, hip hop. I'm. Not, I don't really care about the lyrics. It's just more about the groove. And so right. Him, and they're all trading off, and Tupac comes on the mic, and it's just awesome.
0: <laughs> I think uh, their most underrated hit is Do What You Like.
1: Do What You Like. Smell how you like. <laughs> Groove how you like. <laughs> just grab them in the biscuits. <laughs> oh, I love Digital Underground. Oh, yeah. Wait, that's going to be after one of the song of the day. We'll do that next time. There you go. Hello, friends. Welcome back. If you're new to this podcast, what it is is me and DJ Mike Arez talking pop culture today's powerful episode we're going to talk about the atom project and we have a powerful song of the day i'm going to do a powerful live on mic review of starlight coke coca-cola starlight
0: my goodness you gotta tell us what does a can look like you gotta do do yeah
1: i wish i would have the the can i got the bottle oh so okay so i'm going to read what coca-cola writes. Okay. Introducing Coca Cola Starlight, the first limited edition sparkling beverage <laughs> from Coca Cola Creations. Experience a subtle cooling sensation as you enjoy the reddish Starlight beverage with a new but familiar great Coca Cola taste. Discover infinite possibilities from a new world with Coca Cola <laughs> Starlight before it's gone.
0: They get Jeff Bezos to write that or something. Oh, I mean, talking about space. Yes, Jesus.
1: Pete Davidson. <laughs> So the, the bottle is a familiar Coca-Cola bottle, but it's got cool graphics where you can see deep space. And guess what flavor it is, Micro DJ oh. Res?
0: Grape flavor.
1: Space flavored.
0: <laughs> so it's gonna taste like metal? Yes. Some kind of metallic
1: smell yes. to it. <laughs> space flavored. Are you
0: ready? Oh, I'm as ready as can be. I'm actually from I want to know what this sparkling beverage tastes right, like. here
1: we go. I'm twisting the cap off.
0: Oh, there's the sound.
1: Did it <sighs> give you a kathunk? Yes. All right, here wow. we go. Wow.
0: Is there a cork in there?
1: Pouring the powerful beverage. What's your anticipation? Are you excited?
0: Oh, man, it's through the roof right now. I heard that
1: kathunk. Okay, I'm, I'm holding it up to the light. It's can op- you see a galaxy in there? You can see the stars. Ooh. Yes, I can see Tom Cruise. It's beautiful. It's very effervescent. Is that the right word? Very <laughs> oh. bubbly.
0: Um I think it, effervescence is like a taste, isn't it? I thought it was Although like they
1: a nineties band. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was, was gonna say they really had yeah. a good hit. I don't know. A couple I don't know. Years it's go. powerful. <laughs> Wake it's, me up. I'm it's sorry. very red. It's very beautiful. Oh. I'm also yeah, I'm very I'm bewitched. All right, here we go. You yeah. ready? I'm ready. Now I'm smelling the bouquet. Is it the bouquet or the bouquet?
0: Um, I think it's both. Do you, do you detect hints of oak or anything? Anything nutty?
1: No, it's very floral. It's very fruity.
0: Oh. So there's lavender inside of it.
1: I'm picking up actually vanilla. Notes of vanilla.
0: Mm.
1: And I almost got a cotton candy vibe. All right. So a
0: vanilla cotton candy. Interesting. Yes. Here we
1: go stand by you can say funny stuff while i drink it here
0: all right i i don't have anything funny to say so you put me on the spot god you son of a bitch i think we're just waiting in anticipation
1: interesting i'm going to take one more one more pull one more hit
0: you know it's it's a real cola if the bubbles tickle your nose as you're drinking it
1: wow it's really cool it's coke coca-cola flavor and it's got some Dark, evil, emo notes. <laughs> it's very primal.
0: Wow! Yeah. You feel like dyeing your hair black?
1: Yeah, it's it's cool. It's very crimson and rose clover. Yes, over oh, and oh. over. Mm. I'm gonna take it Morose. over.
0: A I like how you describe drinking a pop as a hit. <laughs> Pothead.
1: That's cool. I enjoy it.
0: Now, do it's, you still it, do you still get the notes of vanilla in cotton candy? I do,
1: I do, do you, yeah.
0: So it's like it, a vanilla Coke, or is it different than a vanilla
1: Coke? No, because vanilla Coke to me was more like a cream soda. Yeah, and this is kinda, more, yeah. This is more Coke with sweetness, but it's uh, it's I I'm, I want to say cotton candy, but there's more going on there. There's like deeper flavors. It's it's pretty cool. I enjoy it.
0: Now, is the bottle? A normal size Coca-Cola bottle because it looks like the can is a smaller can.
1: Yeah, so the bottle is a normal size. So it's twenty, 20 ounces. Yes,
0: of space taste, space well, flavored. They, sh- they should use that space taste.
1: I like that space Coca-Cola. Taste.
0: If you're listening, you may buy that from me if you'd like.
1: So, I'm, and I'm guessing it's very low caffeinated caffeine because that's the last ingredient.
0: Yeah, that's usually... What's the first ingredient? Well, oh, actually,
1: actually, they label caffeine though. That's something new, isn't it? On the on the yeah, health label? Yeah. yeah. that's something new. Looks like 57 but how many milligrams. 57 milligrams. So it's pretty low. Cup of coffee 100. is about 100, so...
0: I was going to say, what's a cup of coffee? I don't know about what
1: that is. Average.
0: All right, so you're getting half a cup of coffee, basically. Yes. Very good. And per per serving or the whole bottle, 57?
1: Uh, I'm assuming the whole bottle because it's serving sizes. Wow,
0: 57 milligrams yeah. over 20-ounce bottle, wow, that's pretty low, actually. Yeah. So, Because a cup of coffee is usually, what, eight ounces? So if you're getting 100 per eight, you'd be getting close to 300.
1: I thought it'd be sweeter. I thought it'd be more sugary.
0: Not bad, though, huh? No, it's pretty good. Not gritty? There's, like, no grit on your teeth? No. Sometimes some pops can be so sugary that you can feel the no. sugar on your teeth.
1: No, it's very deep space. I feel like I'm mm. traveling.
0: Do you feel like you're one with Elon Musk's Starlink internet? Yes,
1: it it tastes like his musk. It's his sweat. Oh, yes. It tastes like Carl Sagan's cardigan sweater. (laughs) It's got notes. It's heart. Yeah. What kind of cigarettes do you think Carl Sagan smoked? Oh, he he was
0: a guy that smoked uh, Lucky Strikes No Filter. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know it, yeah. You know this sport jacket's <laughs> reeked of that.
0: <laughs> it's either that or one of the Paul Mall no filters. Anything no filter—that's what Carl Sagan smoked.
1: I'm ready for my review. Okay. Out of five asteroids, do you want asteroids? What do you want? Pick some.
0: Um. Let's go. Five. Ooh. Let's see, it's got to be space related. So let's go five international space stations
1: five international space stations 4.5
0: wow holy shit it's very good sounds like i'm gonna have to run out and grab one and just see what it's like
1: but here's the thing coca-cola recommends it ice cold
0: yeah what are you lukewarm
1: no and then i went to the the powerful store and the guy goes you got to drink it cold so maybe it's horrible, horrible warm (laughs) because <laughs> I, I thought it was funny two different sources told me to have a it cold it's
0: some kind of chemical reaction where
1: <laughs> it
0: changes the flavor enough yeah. where you be like oh this it's, tastes it's like a,
1: yeah buffalo it ass says here something. limited edition coca-cola beverage inspired by space space Jesus. flavored coca-cola tastes with a subtle cooling sensation what but,
0: wow so you're drinking a menthol coca-cola
1: yes <laughs> But then the last sentence says, serve ice cold for maximum refreshment and to feel like you're among the stars. <laughs>
0: Sounds like it's going to
1: get you stoned, what? really. I, I mean, the last line I'm saying, I'm not saying you should, but I'm wondering what alcohol would do to the mix. <laughs>
0: like a Jack
1: and yeah, Starlight. like exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On the rock. Awesome. Oh, man. Cool.
0: We're, we're, you know, I hope somebody does it because yeah. i want to know what a jack and starlight yes co- you, I, you have to call it like a jack and starlight or something
1: yes uh yeah we'll have to come up with a cool name a
0: jack and the stars something was there is there an astronaut cool astronaut that's named jack
1: we'll have to figure it out there's buzz and like jack cauldron or something yes there's buzz and there's another buzz and Yeah. They're all names. They're all, yeah, there's Buzz Armstrong.
0: (laughs) Buzz Aldrin. They're all just buzzes. (laughs) Yeah. Buzz Lightyear. He was one of the best. Yes. Astronauts.
1: That is my powerful review of Starlight Coke. Interesting. Yes. Now we're all
0: going to have to go out and get some.
1: Yes. And now, speaking of powerful futuristic things, I picked a song from the future to tie in with our movie. And your coke. yes, everything I wanted everything to be futuristic and spacey. and <laughs> Go ahead, D.J. Micarrez, tell us about Song of the Day.
0: Song of the Day is by a group from the eighties. This song was released on their 1986 album that was called "Greetings" from Timbuk Three. I am talking about the future so bright. I gotta wear shades by Timbuk 3. It was the band's only significant mainstream hit. Now, Dag's looking up information on this song in particular, but Timbuk 3 as well. Um, you would find that for this song that the inspiration of this song for the title came from the singer-songwriter, uh his name is Pat McDonald, that his wife was the inspiration for this song. Uh, her name is Barbara. She is a musician as well. Um she was talking to him one day and said that the future is looking so bright. We'll have to wear sunglasses. But while Barbara made that comment in earnest, it was the early 80s and the two had met and married and started a family and then started this EP and it was starting their book was starting to fill up with gigs so Pat had a lot on his mind, what was going on. So what he heard was a little different, and he wrote it down. But what he wrote down was, the future's so bright, I got to wear shades. And the rest is history, as they say. Here comes their biggest hit. So from there, the lyrics to the song were born. But uh, the song, as it ended up in the minds in popular culture, Pat wrote a song of a young nuclear scientist and his rich future listening audience Audiences heard a graduation theme in the song so we all missed the mark <laughs> on this one because that's not what the original intent that pat mcdonald was going for in this song he revealed on vh1's 100 greatest one-hit wonders of the 80s that the meaning of the song was wildly misinterpreted as a positive perspective in regard to the near future pat kind of clarified that the meaning. Uh, of the song was contrary to popular belief. It was a grim outlook. Uh, while not saying so directly, he hinted at the idea that the bright future was in fact due to impending nuclear holocaust. And the job waiting after graduation signified the demand for nuclear scientists to facilitate such events. So while we we're sitting here thinking it's about one thing, it's actually about something a little dire and dark. Yes. And explosive.
1: Yes the mushroom cloud blowing up and' you have to, you have to put your shades on because it's so bright,
0: right yeah, so so we we kind of you know we as a as a fan base slash society kind of missed the the mark on that one uh but it was one of their it was their number one hit for them uh it reached number nineteen on the billboard Hot one hundred, and then on the billboard album rock track chart, it reached number fourteen. Uh, But it also reached number 21 in the UK, 18 in Australia, Uh, New Zealand. It reached number 29, and that looks like about it. That's uh, as good as it gets. I guess in Canada, it was number 23. Um, Now, Timbuk3 has rejected commercial usage of this song. Uh, Most notably, they refused uh, an offer from AT&T for $900,000. They've also refused offers from Ford, the U.S. Army, Bausch & Lomb, uh, or Bausch & Lomb for their Ray-Ban sunglasses. So people want to use it commercially, but Timbuk3 will not allow it.
1: I wonder what the wife said. Uh, Yeah, $900,000. Use the the damn song. (laughs) Right? No shit.
0: (laughs) But Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're... They've been working as a, the husband and wife, Pat and Barbara, have been working as a duo since they've met in Madison, Wisconsin, formed Timbuk3 way back in the 80s. So they've been making music for a long time. So they kind of know what they're doing. The song has been used in many, many soundtracks, 21 soundtracks to be uh, precise. Uh, some of them are 21 Jump Street. and Some of the TV shows like 21 Jump Street, the original back in the 80s. It was used in one episode. It's on the Untamed Heart soundtrack. It's on the Tommy Boy soundtrack. The Wonderlust TV documentary. uh, The Cinema Snob TV series. Peppa Pig used it in an episode. Um, And so did the regular show, the movie. uh, That's on their soundtrack as well. Plus, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2,
1: Dags. That's sweet. It's (laughs) it's so quintessential 80s. I love that song. And I love the irony that... Everyone thinks it's, you know, 50,000 a year, buys a lot of beer. I love that line. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the future's so bright, I got to wear shades. You know, it, it's cool. It's the 80s, everyone's partying, but it's also right. the height of the Cold War.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what part of it, uh, you know, meant, or talks about that here. The verses that didn't make it in on the original, but it sounds like they've put it in other versions of it, uh, referred to a supporter of Ronald Reagan. Uh, as a fascist so it, it did get a little political at one point <laughs> this song but uh the part or the one that they released that everybody knows is the the one everybody thought was so happy yeah and i think it's true. so funny so. it's
1: like 99 red balloons yeah like right 99 yeah. luft balloons <laughs> luft balloons yeah. you know i'm yeah. one of the few that li- i like the english version better but anyway <laughs> that's another one that's you know everyone loves that song it's so fun and happy but it's you know it's about nuclear holocaust <laughs> Right. Yeah. 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 But it's Oops. Like, oh, yeah. But lighten up, Francis. It's a great yeah. song. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Nina. <laughs>
1: you know, you think with uh, all the stuff going on now, we should be getting some cool '80s music. You think so? Yeah. You know, we, I th- uh, I thought thought kind of hope that it's yeah. gonna happen. Well, you know, I thought with the whole election and uh, the things going on with the you can't even mention names anymore of the situation, the disease, whatever you want to call it. Right. <laughs> The pandemic. I, I thought out of that, you know, out of the previous election, I thought out of all this that we'd be getting this cool new wave, newer wave of art and music, you know, that people are all freaked out, so they all channel it into art. Right. But we really haven't gotten anything. All we got was just people longing for the 80s. I and mean making just,
0: cribbage boards.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just amazing. The music and the TV and everything is retro. And I thought there'd be like a new wave of creativity, but uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Well, you know the saying, what's old is new again. In this case, uh, yeah, it seems to be like a huge 80s redo. And I don't
1: don't
0: get what that's about, but it's cool. I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, coming out of the 70s, you know, we're going through basically what we're going through now right high gas prices all that you know and and i you know who knows maybe a cool new wave will happen
0: yeah that'd be that'd be pretty awesome
1: so what did you actually think of the song Uh, you know i
0: grew up listening to that song that song's been out you know for most of my life so i like the song i never change it when it's on the radio but um the video is kind of weird i don't like the video i don't know why it just doesn't do anything for me
1: yeah to be honest most of those videos in the 80s were horrible (laughs) they really were yeah but it was. I but mean, no, be, the song's fine. To be fair, it was you know it was new technology. Right. True. That is true. You could tell
0: they, whoever directed that video, was like, "Oh crap! I got this new Apple II computer that does graphics. I'm gonna we're gonna try it."
1: <laughs> the, the Amiga. What's your? Uh, yeah. What's one of your favorite '80s videos? Music videos.
0: Um, and anything by Peter Gabriel. Sledgehammer was pretty awesome.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, very good. Yeah, that guy was incredible.
0: Yeah, he uh he did some pretty good ones. Uh the Genesis with the Muppets. God, I just played it on the radio show. Land of Confusion. Land of Confusion. That one was pretty good. I like that one. Of course, and then you got Michael Jackson with like movies, video movies. Like Uh, thriller, yeah. Thriller. Thriller was good. Um Beat It. Um the Run DMC Aerosmith Walk This Way.
1: Wow, you're just uh picking some great ones.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: Oh, I love that, yeah
0: um David Lee Roth, he he had some good ones.
1: Yeah, his solo um, career was fun.
0: Yeah, Say uh, what the you Fat want. Boys.
1: Oh yes, um
0: they were they were pretty good. I'm trying to think that <laughs> it's kind of funny. So that song Kokomo that was in the color of as a cocktail, the cocktail. Cocktail, song. yes. For some reason, I like that video. I don't know why. Maybe because I like the song.
1: You just like John Stamos.
0: Well, that's true. Yeah, who doesn't, yeah. right? Yeah, well, he's got good hair. he does who who doesn't like me
1: and you live vicariously through guys with good hair
0: oh yeah well we have to
1: so out of five sunglasses i was going to pick what kind of sunglasses i'm going to pick out of five gargoyle oh Uh, you get extra credit if you can tell me who wore gargoyle gargoyle who wore
0: gargoyle sunglasses i'm trying to um is it a wrestler
1: close the terminator
0: okay yeah, because I'm thinking of Macho Man. What are those? I the blades. What do they call them? I can't remember. That's fine. anyway.
1: All right, out it's of five. going downhill fast. Five song Out of five
0: gargoyles. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three. Three. I like the song enough to keep it on the radio. Keep it on when it's playing, but the video kind of.
1: You know what I would play right after it? What's that? That uh, Lindsey Buckingham one from uh, Vacation. Holiday Road. Yes, (laughs) (laughs) that's quite
0: the quite the start of a playlist. Yeah, it's just a
1: whimsical playlist. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: How many how many sunglasses are you giving it? Three. Three. Okay.
1: Just an average '80s song.
0: Yeah, it's an average '80s. It actually
1: makes me laugh though that the guy gets pissed that everyone, you know, he wanted it to be all moody and emo, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is awesome. (laughs) Let's party." (laughs)
0: uh yeah yeah. things are looking great dags and they're only getting better that's all i gotta say
1: 50,000 here buys a lot of beer that's awesome
0: (laughs) you can't write lyrics like that anymore you don't hear those at all
1: no you gotta be angry
0: right exactly
1: power now let's uh fast forward a film that we saw the atom project
0: the atom project dags it is 2022 Film. It was directed by Sean Levy, and it was there was a screenplay written by uh Jonathan uh, troper, T. S. nowlin Jennifer Flackett, and Mark levin This movie stars
1: Ryan Reynolds. R-
0: Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, uh Bruce Banner, Electra. Uh Whoa, good, names- good job
1: in the Electra. I'm hey, impressed.
0: Yeah. Uh, some kid named Scott uh, Walker Scoville, Katherine Keener. And uh, it also uh, features uh, Gamora.
1: Oh wow!
0: Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a lot yeah. of Marvel actors in yeah. this movie. So the plot follows the pilot, who is played by your boyfriend Ryan Reynolds from the future, who goes back in time and encounters himself. Oops! By accident.
1: I'm going to interject. This movie. <laughs> okay, this ahead. movie was supposed to be starring Tom Cruise.
0: Yes, that is that is correct. It started uh, production back in 2012, Dags.
1: It 20, took them 10 12, years. Powerful Rush album.
0: <laughs> yeah, so Tom Cruise was slated to star in the film at first, uh, and then the film fell into some development <laughs> hell. And I would say, yes, it took 10 years. That definitely was some hell. Netflix uh, acquired it uh, for distribution, the distribution rights, and then filming for the movie finally started in November of 2020 and wrapped in March of 2021. It was released uh, just like a couple days ago this week, uh, March 11th, 2022. And uh, it says it's received some positive reviews uh, from critics for their performance uh, and the direction and the visual visuals. Um, from what I've seen, it looks like a lot of the reviews and the critics uh, are kind of in the middle. It's not it's not doing great as far as critics go right now. Um, but what the movie is about is about uh, a fighter pilot named Adam Reed from 2050 who steals his time jet and escapes through a, a wormhole. And he's on a rescue mission to 2018, but he accidentally crash lands in 2022. And that's where he finds his 12-year-old self, uh, who's struggling with the recent death uh, of their father, Louis, who was in a car accident. Um, And then Adam, old Adam reluctantly gets help from 12-year-old Adam uh, to help repair his ship uh, because he needs his DNA sample to uh, help find his ship again and for it to automatically start its own repairs. Ryan Reynolds can't do it because he gets he's shot or something. And somehow in the future, if you get shot, your DNA isn't all all the way intact. I don't get that part. But hey, who am I to say anything? It's the future, right?
1: Yes. So, it's, it's a very bright future.
0: Right. The so old Adam is trying to get back to 2018 where his wife is supposedly at or got killed. Or you should kind of find out what the hell's going on there. Um, and she was on a mission and supposedly... Or was assassinated based on some information she found out about uh, the villain in the movie, Maya Sorin Sorian, uh, who is played uh, by Kathleen Kenner or Keener. And so they they go back in time. There's a lot of martial arts fighting with some kind of weird lightsaber type weapon. That old Adam doesn't want it to be called a lightsaber, but young Adam, the only reference he has is Star Wars, so he calls it a lightsaber, um, which is... uh, Kind of a it's kind of a weird, a weird weapon with the handle. But it vaporizes. You, apparently, you get vaporized a lot in the future yes. <laughs> when you die, uh, because a lot of these Star Trooper esque l- looking characters uh, come back to try to catch older Adam, because um, the main antagonist Maya is trying to keep time travel intact, and they find out that in her past she ended up stealing a lot of technology and. And he's taking credit for uh, time travel when really it was Adam's dad who was uh, the inventor of time travel. And he's kind of, he kind of plays like a Bruce Banner slash Smart Hulk role.
1: Professor Hulk. Mark, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's Mark Ruffalo is playing that character. So he, he's playing Bruce Banner and Smart Hulk in this movie, basically, but as himself in, in flesh and blood. But they have to go back and try to, uh, both atoms go back and try to uh, stop, stop time travel from happening at all in order for the future to be saved.
1: So what are your thoughts on this film?
0: Honestly, in the beginning, I had zero hope for this movie before I even hit play on it. Dags, when just reading the, the synopsis on Netflix, I thought this movie's going to suck, but I ended up enjoying it. I actually liked it quite a bit. So, and I don't know if it's because I thought I knew what was going to happen and it totally did not go that way at all because I thought, well, this is going to, it's going to be predictable. And it, it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. So even though you think it feels predictable and that you've seen this movie a thousand times, you haven't, I think you uh, people will enjoy this film.
1: Would you consider this a family film? You know,
0: I was thinking about that today because after I got done watching it, I thought, would I let my nephews watch this? And my youngest nephew is nine, and I, I would. I think it's a, it's not a wholesome family film, but it's not bad where I would be not wanting my nephews to watch this. What did you think?
1: I was thinking, yeah, it's like a, it reminded me of an 80s kind of space I'd say family, but, it you know, I had some lines in there. It's, what is it, PG-13? Yeah. But uh, people don't uh, remember, like, E.T. had some lines in there, too.
0: Correct, yeah. You know? That's exactly, exactly. What, it kind of has that E.T. feel. It's kind of weird, because, you know, they have, like, he lives in a house in the woods.
1: Yeah, the flashlights. You
0: know, right, the flashlights. And it's just, like, a, a lot of different movies kind of combined into one. But they took out all, like I said, they took out all, like, the... The stuff you would think is predictable and kind of gave it a twist so
1: what do you think about ryan reynolds
0: he plays the same character in every movie i mean there's really no differential in any of his movies it's the same character the condescending kind of a a jerk but like a lovable jerk i don't know it's he's very likable he is but he doesn't have a lot of was it range or depth when it comes to his acting it's you're gonna get ryan reynolds and everything he does
1: who would you like him to share the screen with like a dude like a buddy film
0: besides the rock
1: shut up bitch besides the rock
0: (laughs) how about jason statham if he's gonna do an action movie um and then just for fun put him in a movie with ryan gosling
1: yes and they can they can play twins They could, you know what I mean. They yes. could do like
0: the next Double Impact or something. I gotta They're going to gonna remake Double Impact.
1: I got to work on a Jason Statham because so, I just right away <laughs> wanted to do some line.
0: <laughs> what uh, I mean? What did you think of the movie in general? I mean, did you did you enjoy it? Was there any parts in you that stuck out over others? I think or? it
1: was, you know, overall enjoyable movie. Widow loved to see it in the movie theater. Sure. You know, it, it had, like I said, it had the Spielberg kind of '80s vibe to it. Right, it wasn't great. It was good. Good movie. Yeah, it was
0: good. I'd probably watch it again if my nephews were around. I'd, hey, you guys bored? Let's turn on this movie.
1: I mean, if you're a younger kid would think it's cool, you know, teenager.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty pretty good. Like I said, it's got all these actors from Marvel. So if you got somebody who's way into Marvel and just likes watching Marvel actors, pretty much play the same roles they <laughs> they would. Because, and even the music in the uh in the movie kind of reminded me of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Yes. Um and I think that's probably intentional um oh, it because is. it's space and it's all you know it's nostalgic music and yeah. it worked really yeah. well for Guardians of the Galaxy so why the hell not
1: put it Yeah, in- it's retro, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally nostalgia, retro, vintage, whatever you want to call it. Like your DJ res out of 5 lightsabers what are you giving it
0: (laughs) uh i'm gonna give it four lightsabers so it wasn't great but it was good and i would watch it again
1: i'm going with 3.5 lightsabers oh okay i think if it wasn't ryan reynolds it would have been a lot lower
0: how do you think the movie would change if tom cruise was the star
1: i i yeah i can't see tom cruise doing it
0: no not the way ryan reynolds played it No there's Tom Cruise would have to run. He, would, because what, he runs in every Yeah, movie. And
1: he would have got real mad at the kid. And you know, yeah. like. <laughs> it,
0: it would have been more of a drama. I think, I don't think it would have been as lighthearted and comical.
1: Yeah. You would have yelled at that kid a lot.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And he would have been like,
1: you gotta, <laughs> you gotta do this right now.
0: You know, it'd be a lot of sweating.
1: So. <laughs> you can't handle the future.
0: <laughs> Who would, uh, that kid would have to would they would have to do some movie tricks because the kid would probably be taller than tom cruise
1: yes <laughs> or how about adam sandler
0: <laughs> oh, god no that would have been bad i'm not a huge sandler fan but <laughs> he he would have cast like jennifer uh aniston or somebody else as, as his wife yes. not jennifer
1: garner <laughs> so oh, drew barrymore we could get the whole et thing in there
0: oh there you go yeah that would have been fun Drew barrymore is this kid's mom and Adam Sandler is the dad.
1: It's awesome.
0: Yeah, that, there you go. Powerful. That's why they don't they don't pay us to uh, cast movies.
1: No, we just uh, make fun of them. <laughs> powerful episode today. We did the powerful review of Coca Cola Starlight, Timbuk 3, Future So Bright, and the Adam Project. We're just all over. We're in nostalgia. We're in the future. We're in the past. We hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, we only ask you one thing, and that means more than one thing. Please tell, <laughs> please tell a friend about our powerful podcast. Please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, like our Facebook page, and follow us on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, 24-7, at AmazingPopPod. Like DJ Rez, why don't you plug some of your projects?
0: Sure. Uh you wanna follow me on Twitter at Mike Res Radio. Follow me on Instagram at Mike Res Radio. And then I am on Facebook as well. Um you'll have to so I changed the name of the Facebook. It's now officially just the nine forty five show.
1: What was it before? On Facebook.
0: It was Mike Res Radio. But uh now that I figured now that I have a co host for the radio show and I use that Facebook page mainly to promote the radio show, I should probably maybe include my co-host a little bit more and not just have it about. So we named it after the radio show now. So it's the 945 show on Facebook.
1: As always, thanks for enjoying this powerful episode. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere Find podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook.
0: And shop our Amazing Pop Culture Merge. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast
1: production.